Hey friends, Zach here from my bedroom floor. I'm editing the podcast and I wanted to give a quick trigger warning. Uh, There are some conversations surrounding assault at 55 minutes into the podcast. So toward the end, I just wanted to um, let everybody know that before you dive into the episode. It's a great conversation. Loved having Jess on the podcast. With that being said, I hope you guys love it. This is You Know I Know, a podcast where you can come on to my house, drop your buffs, and learn something from this. I've got Jess with me today. Is this thing on? Hello, everybody. Thank you for coming back to You Know I Know. I'm so excited because today I have a guest with me, and it's someone that I'm so excited to talk to. Um, When I was probably a sophomore in high school, I was like loving music, right? I was loving to sing, and I just learned how to play guitar, and I also, of course, love TV, which is what this whole podcast is. And I um, somehow stumbled across this little show with a budget, actually, called Platinum Hit and (laughs) fell in love with my next guest, Jess Hudak. OMG. Thank you so much for coming on to the pod. Are you kidding? I am such a huge fan of yours. Now, what? I I became aware of you because you covered like a random deep cut B-side <laughs> from like my YouTube channel, like a song I just like wrote and like filmed it that day and like never did anything with. It. And you covered it and then uh, that I was like, "Wow. <laughs> this is freaking amazing." Aww. And then you but then years later, so we followed each other because of Pat- Platinum Hit. Thank you. Rest in peace, Twitter. But um, X, you mean? Mm, <laughs> but back in the days, we had something called Twitter. Right. And I was scrolling and I saw you doing um, Space Cowboy singing. Casey and Musgraves. I was like, what is happening right now? Like, who is this person? We follow each other. You looked totally different than you did in your earlier when vids I was, when i was like a high schooler yeah <laughs> yeah there's no no polo shirts <laughs> right <involved>. oh god <laughs> and um i was i remember watching that video <laughs> over and over and not even believing that i was like could be in contact with this person so it's crazy to me that you're like an old fan of mine because i'm a huge fan of yours your voice oh my gosh me Thank trying you. to do the opening of if it kills me in my car is <laughs> comical and then I rewind oh. it and try again. And then I rewind it. Well, hey, let's give it up for that. Little applause. <laughs> um, I still don't have a soundboard figured out yet. So I just play these sounds that I bought royalty free. And I just play them like this. It's so and good. it works. <laughs> it does. Um, no, but yeah, I, I do remember. I think I fell in love with you on the show. And then, of, and like, first of all, and we'll get into this in a second, but you you can sing and there's only a couple people on that show that could sing let's be real but you are like my favorite voice you and jackie oh yeah are my my singers um and so i think that's why i really gravitated toward you because not only were your songs good but your vocals were good and then after the show i guess i just looked you up on youtube or something and stumbled across that song kissing myself at midnight right (laughs) yes kissing myself yep yes and i was like I love this song, so I'm going to play it. And I and I played it in my mom's house in the basement and put it on YouTube. And then when you saw it, 
I was like a fangirl and I had my little moment. So yeah, it was, this is, it's all been a full circle moment. Then we ended up putting out a song together, which, yes. the, which my management at the time told me to take down all my music. So that's why it's not up, but I still have it. I still have CD baby. So I'm going to try to, I literally like, the yeah. other day I was trying to like, look it up and see if I could put some of that stuff back out. It's mm -hmm. a process, but you yeah, absolutely can. No, you can. Okay, good. Okay, yes. good. Yes. No, it's um, easy. Okay, good. Yeah, it was like once you remove it, you can't. Because I had some other stuff too, like some old, old songs that people are like still wanting to know about. And of course. Uh, I can't find them. So, um, but anyway, if you see me looking down, it's just because I'm, I've got my little notes here and I'm going to, you know, I'm not trying to like, <laughs> you know, break eye contact with you and smize, but you know, <laughs> um, so Jess, yes. let's talk about, let's, let's just talk a little bit about platinum hit on Bravo. Okay. I realized um, five minutes before we started that I was going to have to talk about platinum hit, like actually <laughs> finally. And I started getting such anxiety. Well, I totally Ooh. understand where that anxiety comes from because I think that's one thing that I can relate to a lot of the people that I am going to have on this podcast and things like that because I've also been on like a reality competition show mm. that has to do with like something that you love, which is singing yeah. and songwriting. And that is like, that's the difference between being on a show like any like one that we did, like The Voice or American Idol Platinum Hit. Because like when you are a singer and a songwriter, I feel like that's really putting yourself out there and this is something that you yeah. care about and then you're being judged and critiqued on it you know it's, yeah it's it's crazy and also reality shows their bottom line is a tv show and so they really do just try to get the largest emotional response out of you they're like oh great we have an emotional person let's mess with that are we allowed to swear yeah. on this podcast oh absolutely say okay. whatever you want because <laughs> it's like they just fuck with you and mm -hmm. if you don't think that they're fucking with you they are because right. they're just they're trying to get this emotion out of you and then you as a genuine artist person are there trying to share your art and your craft with the world and they're like let's make them sleep in a room full of cockroaches and you're like okay this is not about the art necessarily then right i know no exactly and that and that's what i think like if i were to ever do like survivor or a show that doesn't have to which you know i love survivor and i would like, yes. love to be on it someday maybe but i don't know if i could ever do reality again but that's uh. the difference between like survivor because like you know, at least I don't have to sing on there. And, like, I'm not putting out my entire, like, career and everything I've worked for the past, like, 20 years mm -hmm. to perfect, you know, on, on camera. It's just fun. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, but, no, I totally get where that anxiety comes from. Now, before you – well, how, let's see. Before you did Platinum Hit, had you, had you done any other type of, like, singing competition shows? Because from the research that I did, it was saying Ooh. that, the, well, you know, I try to get a little bit of research in. Let's give yes. it up to you. Google um, it. <laughs> Google it. Um, I guess The Voice had just premiered, the first season of The Voice had premiered, like, a couple weeks before Platinum Hit had premiered oh. on Bravo. Um, so maybe the voice hadn't happened yet, or maybe you, who knows, maybe you auditioned for that well, first season. I don't know, but. <laughs> well, so I was actually the first big reality competition that I kind of was accepted for and was in the top 54 was Rockstar in Excess. 
iconic. I've heard of this before. Was that okay. on the, what was that on? What what network was that on? Fox like, or NBC or one okay. of those big NB- big yeah. ones. Okay. <laughs> and um I got to audition at CBGB's in New York City like before it was turned into like a Todd Oldham store, I think. Um <laughs> so that was really cool and I and so I made it pretty far. They flew me to Hollywood. And I got to audition like multiple times in front of the members of NXS, like crazy. I met Dave Navarro. He was the host. And um, awesome. what kind of set me up for disappointment along the line was they treated us so well. Like this was right. my first big thing. They had a huge budget and mm-hmm. they treated us so respectfully and nicely and had our own hotel rooms and like the... And then after I did that, I was in the top 50 for season five of American Idol. Ooh. Okay. Did you even know this? Did you know this? I did not know this. This is breaking news. Yes. <laughs> season <laughs> the, five. Wow. Amazing. Yeah. It was um, Taylor Hicks won that season, but also notably Catherine McPhee and Daughtry. Yes. Yes. Um, My famous um, problematic fave Catherine McPhee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was so, like desperate yeah. for her to win so much but now she, and then I watched Smash I don't know if you ever watched Smash I have known of it but <laughs> I have not watched it anyway yeah she's my problematic fave but anyway go, go on continue yeah so continue. anyway so American Idol after doing Rockstar in Excess and then going to American Idol where they just treat you, they're like, here's a cracker. You're welcome. Like, <laughs> Yes, the, I've done it too. Very I've, different. I've <laughs> yeah. And so I made it. I got cut in group weeks. But as you know, you can make it like super far in American Idol, but you're not a story. So you don't get any footage. So they so, didn't air any of your stuff for American Idol. They the only footage I had of American Idol was me going, woo, when I got the like Hollywood <laughs> ticket. <laughs> I mean, I was a mess. <laughs> I was a, a mess woo. back then. I was like, just so young and like not confident. Like now, my vocals, like I can, I can sing, oh. sing whatever now. But back then, I was more anxious and nervous I about get it. That. You mm-hmm. know, I wasn't. It's annoying that they have that age cutoff because I feel like it's. That's why the voice, at least, you can be a little. A little bit older yeah, than a exactly. child. <laughs> I know. Well, that's the thing. When I did American Idol 2, the first time that they aired my stuff, um, I was like 18 or something. Yeah, I just turned 18 or something. And the and so they, they called me actually this year to be like, come back. And then I was they like, do that. oh, and they're like, we want to like, we want to um, do like a package for you of showing where how far you've come and stuff like that. And I made it to group round. I got cut at the the round before group rounds in Hollywood week mm. or something. But um, yeah, they wanted to bring me back. And I, I was like, you know what? Like that could be cute. And I sang for them. And then they were like, Oh wait, how old are you? <laughs> and I was like, I'm 29. And they were like, Oh, you're too old. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, boo. You know what I mean? They were like, you're a little bit too good. You must've aged out. <laughs> I was like, yeah. that's hurtful. So yeah, that sucks. Yeah. And then like, just to, to wrap up my history of, of all that. And then twice the voice brought me in for like the, you know, private audition. Like I didn't go to the big casting call, but I'm on some giant list of singers somewhere that they pull from for backups. And so twice. And that was I've before made... Platinum hit? Uh... Or probably how many years of my life? I think I even did it after Platinum hit because I think I was living in New York and they had me come in. Yeah. Um, and they, I always made it to on camera. 
Oh, wow. And then, and then then not picked for, for the live show. So it's. Wow. Oh, my God. I and stopped the doing is, it. Oh. Every yeah. time I see an email from The Voice, I'm like, delete. Like, yeah. no, I can't do this with my life anymore. No, no. I have no, my no. actual own music that I'm trying to do. I hear that. <laughs> I totally hear that. That's that's amazing. I, I didn't know any of that stuff. Um, so, yeah, I guess some for those of you who don't know, um, who maybe just listened to the podcast, Platinum Hit was a show that was on Bravo. It ran for one season. It got yes. canceled right after. And I love that because Bravo is very famous for one season shows yeah. like Hey Paula, which was the Paula Abdul show, which has been like scrubbed from the internet. Oh. I love that because you know I'm going to go find it. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to talk about it on this show. And then also like, yeah, other shows like that, Gallery Girls, etc. And also. Yeah. I love Project- Gallery Girls. I know, right? And then um, Platinum, or not Platinum Hit, uh, Project Runway was on Bravo for a while. They moved in 2008, and so Bravo was like, okay, what are we going to do? They had the Housewives that started kind of picking up, which, you know, I love the Housewives. And then they were like, let's try our hand at reality. So they kind of had Top Chef, which is like a cooking one. They had Sheer Genius, which was like a hair one, which I loved. I did love that one too. (laughs) Yes. And And then they tried their kind of the singing one, which was platinum hit which was actually they made sure to let us know in every episode we're not judging their vocals we're judging their lyrics and their songwriting so i was like okay and i haven't watched the show in probably 10 years or so i don't know how long ago it's been but longer than that i guess and so i recently found the whole season watched it all the way through great you bravely watched it for both of us because i will not (laughs) I had to say I was very brave and I'm going to applaud myself for that because on a rewatch, it doesn't hold up as good as it did when I was a kid. Um, But that's just because now I think I know what you guys went through in a way. And um, just shows like this just don't work for me because how do you judge someone's songwriting? It's very, what's the word? It's like, it's all about your perspective. Like you can... What's the word I'm looking for whenever it's, like, subjective, I guess. Is right. The it's like, subjective. It's your opinion. Some people like it. Some people don't. You know, they yeah. thought that would work out in their favor of, like, well, and then we post all the songs. So, basically, it's like Top Chef, except you get to taste the food because you're a listener. So, what songs do you like? But then they didn't really – I just don't think it was promoted as well. And they moved it halfway through the season. They moved it to yeah. Friday nights instead of Monday yes. nights. So, that I lost saw the that. T- yeah, and it's like, well, you're supposed to advertise the shows that you make. <laughs> like, what am I going to do? Tweet about it? Like, no one cares. And uh, that, so I think that was unfortunate. Um, and it and- was kind of at a time right before social media really popped off for you guys. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, and it was like in that era before things were super easy to stream and like get your music out there and stuff. So it was like... And then, yeah, well, you have the contracts where you can't release music for a certain amount of time. If it had been a success, they could have optioned the top three for okay. for record deals and all this stuff. But it wasn't as big of a success. So they just like cut their losses and they're like, great. But honestly, and I always say this, it it changed my songwriting. So whatever hell I went through and craziness, uh, it was invaluable feedback because I'm the kind of person where I'm just like, you know, 
tell me what I can, you know, just yeah. tell me what it is and I'll do it better, you know? Right. <laughs> so that, that helped a lot, but I don't recommend like a reality <laughs> shows if you're a sensitive person who likes to have no. sanity or food, you know, but not. Wow. Oh my God. Okay. We got to get into that. So how did you, um, how did you hear about this show? Uh, it was like one of those things that I was just meant to be on. Like every person I knew was like, I saw this listing for auditions for a show that was made for you. And like from everywhere. And I kept seeing ads for it. And I was like, I'm going to be on this show. And I just kept going to the audition. I was like, hi, I'm going to be on your show. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, what were those? What were those first? Yeah. What were those first auditions like? Did you have to go in and play music and yes. stuff right away for so like, you, yeah, producers you, or what? Yeah, they had like the producers of the show and you went in and you did your first audition where you played two original songs. I played National Holiday and Dirty Filthy Liar. Um, and then when you came back, they had you maybe do like part of a song to refresh their memory. And then you all had to pick a title or a concept out of a hat and you had 15 or 30 minutes to write as much of a song as you could. Wow. And, and Ragdoll was one of them, and I got Ragdoll, and I wrote an entire song. I was just like, blap, you make me weak, and I like it, knocked off my feet. I can't hide it, why should I feel this way? So better that, 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 that. It was actually amazing. No, <laughs> you, I will be you will fall at your feet, just waiting for the moment you are gonna me. It was like, a whole a whole ass song and then Whoa, later oh that was beautiful hey <laughs> no monitors guys no. and <laughs> then later uh, evan bogart who was the main producer of the show and he's you know songwriter behind songs like halo right, sos yeah. like major songs huge songs he, he said that Dirty Filthy Liar is like the song Fiona Apple wish she had written or something. And I was wow. like, biggest compliment of my life. Thank That's you. That's amazing. So he loved you right away. Like, I just was made for this show because I can write songs, but I'm also can perform and I can go like this on camera zaddity boo you know <laughs> all Have things personality. you need no exactly and that's like that's what it takes because yeah i love i love that you know that about yourself because i feel like you can be a really good singer or a really good songwriter but if you want to be on a reality show and if that's what you're going to do you also have to be able to be a little well, bit meta about it you know what i mean like i'm going yeah. on a show I've watched reality shows before, so I know what's going on. Like, some of the other contestants would be like, do you think they knew this was going to be like this? And I'm like, of course. They're reality show producers. They sit up at night saying, hmm, how can we psychologically torture this group of artists? <laughs> oh, my God. Well, speaking of the group, did you know, Did you know like, Jackie, who was another contestant on the show, did you know her before the show? What's crazy is Jackie was one of my best friends at the time and we were on power we did our power fox and pony main youtube duets before platinum hit and we both separately That's auditioned wild. for the show and both got on a show with like what 12 people originally like yeah. out of everybody auditioning me and one of my best friends got on and they didn't realize we were so close and so they didn't include that in the story so they're like don't talk about how you already have a band or have known each wow. other or have all this stuff, it's amazing. you know, 
because she and I have both been through the American Idol ringer, and I was friends with her when she went on American Idol. And like, Yes, I remember her being on American Idol, too, before. I can't remember if it was before. I guess it was before Platinum hit. Yeah, yeah. 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 She, yeah, I remember that. That's crazy. So we couldn't be, like, friends kind of the way right. we were friends. And then that kind of messed up that dynamic on the show because we're like, well, uh, this is weird. And then and, to see uh, her getting dragged and her crying halfway through the season, every episode about how she's like, everybody hates me. And then like, I'm thinking, mm -hmm. I bet Jess was wanting to like stand up for you a little bit and be like, and I'm sure you did, but I'm just meaning like, they didn't show like, yeah. they just oh, kind of made it look mm -hmm. like everybody was mad at her. <laughs> I freaked out. And it, of course it always happens when it's not on camera, but I freaked out one time. Cause it's like, you know that they're in the other room getting completely torn apart by the judges. Yeah. And then that, I don't even want to say his name. <laughs> then that other kid, Nick, he was saying, he was just being so mean, but it's like the kind of mean where they just like say words out of their face and it doesn't, it's not like oh, yeah. reality. They're just like an asshole. But it's reality and, TV. And he's like, yeah. I'm going to say like really mean stuff. And yeah, I, I was like, going to ask you about him. <laughs> I blew the fuck up at him, and I was just like, you motherfuckers don't even know shit about anything. You don't know about Jackie. She's one of the kindest, hardest people I've ever met in my entire life. And, you know, none of it's on camera, so it just looks like we're all a bunch of dicks. But <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he was the biggest of all the a-holes there, no doubt. <laughs> So yeah, that oh was it God, was really that's rough. So funny. Well, he it show it made sure to show that he he was supposed to be the villain of the the season, I think. Um, cuz everybody yes. else seemed pretty pretty nice and cool um uh, for the yeah. most part. There's a couple yeah, that I was yeah. like, I don't know, but he was definitely supposed to be the villain. Um but yeah, yeah one, one of my other favorite parts of the season two is whenever you look at him, you say, I, I fucking hated your song. <laughs> and I was like, oh, period. <laughs> <laughs> and I, you're like, I okay, Bolt, you said that, yes. You told great. him or him and somebody else, you're like, I effing hated your song. <laughs> I was like, yeah, there's only on, so Jess. much you can take. They were so mean to me <laughs> and like just totally didn't take me seriously at all or like value me in any way or think I had anything to offer. And oh it would, that can be frustrating when you're like, I fucking, are well, you, you kidding? You, Have you made you it a lot farther than all of them, so... <laughs> For yeah, the most part. yeah. Top well, three finale. Well, I was actually, technically top two. You're right. You're they're the runner up. Actually, I was the first runner up. You know, period. As I always say, you don't until a confetti cannon goes off in your face and you didn't win a hundred thousand dollars. That's what that's like. <laughs> well, that's what I was gonna ask. So you get if you win, you get a hundred thousand dollars and a publishing deal and a record deal. Yeah. Did you, did, did runner up? Did you get any? money no. for that at all no. damn that's crazy because even if you like survivor for example the winner gets a million but the runner-up gets a hundred thousand no if the show <laughs> had been more popular they could have optioned me for like fifty thousand dollar advance for the same kind of deals yeah. but i don't think it was big but you know what the guys on the team um there was dq was one of the the members and he did like the vocal production and stuff like they were super cool dudes who were like, just come over and work, like, whatever. It's cool. so super cool. And then I ended up leaving Los Angeles, though, after that whole experience, not too long after, because I was so burnt out on everything and, like, had a terrible manager and, like, needed to just, like, physically get away from people and <laughs> industry and, mm -hmm. like, figure out what I was even doing or what my purpose was because it was, like, I, I was all over the place mentally. 
and it's hard because I really gave it a go like living in LA in my in my 20s the second half of my 20s I was like doing the YouTube every week and had subscribers and mailing lists and gigging all the time and like creating the content and winning contests I got to play Lilith Fair like all these really cool things but after that whole experience it just like trying to get away from my manager and stuff I just moved back to the east coast and reset we had to reboot the system (laughs) I get it I'm in the exact same boat because I think that I'm in the same place that you were when you were on Platinum Hit and after you know what I mean I'm in the same place as you at that point (laughs) probably um let's see so the show basically the premise of this show is that there's like 12 of you guys at the beginning they come every week. They say, okay, you're going to have 30 minutes, everybody individually, to write a hook, come up with something. Uh-huh. They'll probably give you some sort of, like, theme a, or something, right? A prompt or a, a track prompt. or, like, a different challenge every time, yeah. Right. And, um, yeah, most of the time they just kind of sent you guys off to your own corner of the room and you had to kind of pull out your guitar or find a keyboard somewhere and just yeah, yeah. And try to come up with something really quick. And mm-hmm. then you played that for jewel every time as well as like a guest judge <laughs> um and there were some iconic guest judges by the way Freaking I was Donna Summer I was like, Donna <laughs> Summer like Ryan Tedder uh, yeah Rodney Jerkins Rodney Jerkins um, yeah Tayo Cruz uh Leona Lewis was our finale judge Natasha, Natasha Bettingville. Bettingville yeah she loved like, you <laughs> she well it makes sense because that's like the kind of vibe she likes you mm-hmm. know or her style is more that heartfelt singer songwriter stuff so of course it resonated with Natasha freaking Bettingfield <laughs> but um you know but yeah it, so h- how was that experience when you had to come up with these hooks like I guess I mean you had a little bit of practice with it from the auditions for the show and stuff like that but did you find that yeah. to be easier or more difficult than the second half of the day, which would be like having to write a full song with a uh, team. <laughs> the, I mean, a hook writing a hook is so it's a lot easier. Let me tell you. And you got to be by yourself. So the hard thing is like what headspace you're in at that time. It's just like, okay, go do this. And this is your one shot. And then we're going to judge, you know, the most famous person in the world will be coming in to judge the thing you had, you know, just this amount of time to think about so mm-hmm. so was it really just 30 minutes and they were kind of keeping oh a yeah quick timer on it they were yeah. very strict about you know the time thing and stuff like if you had to like go to the bathroom or or had to take they would have to like pause everything make sure you recouped your minutes you know wow what that's that's wild and um during all of this uh you're also being filmed of course because it is a tv show so mm-hmm. they've got all these cameras and I was wondering, it seems like it. they would come into, did they put y'all up in a hotel with roommates, uh, other people on the mm, show? And were they yeah. filming you guys in your room? Sometimes. <laughs> it wasn't like a, ca- a camera in your uh, 24 like hours. Yeah. It wasn't like that. We were in some like nice condos in LA uh, and they were, they were nice little loft apartments. And if they were shooting us at home, they would let us know. They'd be like, well, tomorrow you have to get up at this time because we're coming in in the morning to watch you get dressed. Bunch of dudes in your thing watching you put your skivvies on and then getting like wired up while you're like in your underwear. It's great. 
not mm-hmm. creepy at all ever <laughs> and they're and they're doing their own version of like tyra mail from top model they're bringing you like basically jewel mail <laughs> and it's like oh my gosh letter. <laughs> i have them somewhere i think so because i'm like a nostalgia i wish and I you would have them somewhere <laughs> i need to see those you should send hey. me a picture or something so that i could post it i'm gonna make an instagram for the um for the podcast that'd be a really good little right. relic to have <laughs> like love is a road trip Love yeah. Jewel. <laughs> Something to like, I would... Okay. <laughs> and that's where I have another sip of my shot of wine. Yeah, Jess came prepared with a shot of wine. And I'm like, you know what? That sounds so good. I want like a Bloody Mary right now. Look, it's only 1230. I was a little, <laughs> I was a little anxious anyway. about this because it was like a, a very taxing time physically and mentally like they couldn't feed me like they could not figure out how to feed me because i can't eat gluten <laughs> oh like my God. it like it actually makes me sick so they thought when you say gluten-free that you mean a vegetarian um. like they like like they were just like i mean it's like 19 year old <laughs> it's like some 19 year old like pa is right. in charge of feeding you for an entire day and they don't know what the words mean <laughs> so like i never got i lost so much weight so did jackie we both were like skeletons oh at the end like i've once had i they didn't even show it but i had to go to urgent care because i collapsed into my food <laughs> after what? after the the love song day because we were in like this huge field it's you it's, so- you it's you it's you it's you it's you guess what Yes. That's uh, so my song. That's my song. But anyway. It's a yeah. cute song. They like purposefully like didn't fully produce it because it's a nice song that lost. So they're like, well, let's not mm, put too much effort into it. It's a losing song. I'm going to ask you about all that too. Oh, no. So anyway, so we were in a field all day. They didn't want us to go to the bathrooms because they were far away. So they didn't want us to drink too much water and anything. In the su- so after standing in this field from sunup to sundown, smiling. That Ryan Tedder, hi Ryan Tedder, <laughs> like my song. I was like, I don't feel good. Oh no! And then, and then, like the next day was the writing. It's you, and like so they showed like the edit makes me look all like, uh, like. And then the food they gave me had soy sauce on it, which has gluten in it, so I got double sick. And then Jewel oh was God. like, "You need to cowboy up." <laughs> okay, like, Jewel. And Cara Di Guardi, because I, I said Cara Di Guardi was so nice and she was so understanding of me. She was like, yes, but also if you're in a songwriting session and your partner is sick, you can also be like, hey, take a rest. I'm going to write this part. And like my partner didn't really, she couldn't really, she just didn't really contribute that much. And I think it was not the right setting for her. She was. Melissa. <sighs> A little difficult to be around um at times as we all are but oh my god uh and so that was that was a rough time for me too as well being sick and collapsing and then being ripped to shreds by just like everybody all the time now had you won the hook challenge that week and got to pick her or how did that work i forget on that on that episode i don't freaking remember, I remember. <laughs> okay I don't remember at all because I think there was like an order of like winning hook and then you went in like the order that you won. Um, Yeah, I was going to ask you how it was working with her. But anyway, so um, yeah, the main judges of the show was Jewel and then Cara Diaguardi, who I'm really glad that you said that she was like really nice and that you enjoyed working with her and stuff like that because Mm -hmm. I – 
I've, I mean, anyone that writes music probably knows who Carity Aguardi is because mm-hmm. she's like written a lot of really great songs. She's written for like Britney Spears too, which I'm like, that's iconic to me. And she wrote on Blackout, which is like my favorite Britney album. But anyway. she wrote all of Lindsay Lohan's record and all of Paris Hilton's record when they came out in those days. It was Did all she write Stars Are Blind. I don't know. Is that one of their songs? That's Paris Hilton, yeah. <laughs> Probably. But like, so there's must, a Lindsay yeah. Lohan song that she wrote called Daughter to Father. Daughter to Father. father to you know, father. I know this song. I still love you and <laughs> I want to. Period. But like, whenever Let It Go, because I have small children, whenever the song Let It Go starts, it sounds exactly like <laughs> Daughter to Father. <laughs> That's so niche. I love this for us. Like I always want to sing Daughter to Father when... Anyway, so I, I respected Cara Guardi, but on American Idol, she was intimidating. So And, and I thought Jewel was going to be like the chill one. Reversed. Yes. It was reversed for me. Well, <laughs> and I mean, on the show, on the show, I'm not going to lie. I feel like Jewel doesn't come off that nice, but... Um, She's just kind of like, I was surprised that she was even a part of it because she doesn't also give me like TV personality. I'm like, give me a show, mama. Give me something to work with. Yeah. Yeah. She's like a quiet cunt. (laughs) She's like, we were like all buzzing after our photo shoot. You know, I'm like, oh, that was so fun. And she was like, my first photo shoot was the cover of Rolling Stone. Okay. Cool. (laughs) Cool, Jewel. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, okay. Anyway, Jewel, that's that's amazing. And wasn't there another one of the guys was like there every week? I forget who it was. Well, it was we someone. started off with one guy who was super cool, and then we got switched. It, it got switched out for Keith Naftali, who was like yes, a record him. exec guy, and he fucking hated every word that came out of my mouth. Anything I did, he was like, ugh. Like, yeah, why? I so couldn't weird. say words without him rolling his eyes. It was just one of those. Was he supposed them. to be the Simon of the show or something, I guess? like I don't know. I feel like but... I would trust Simon Cowell's opinion more at this point. Because who's this guy? Because we don't know who he is. We're just like, ooh, record exec. Person who doesn't do music who now you have to suck up to. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It was like those kind of vibes. Yeah. And I didn't know who he was. And that's great that you're a record executive. But I'm also a a human being and like well they don't care <laughs> no jewel told me when she's like i just don't think you're deep like to me about like so i was like you is it because we wrote that song about the underpants like <laughs> am i am i only supposed to write deep stuff when the challenges dance club hit like right. i don't like it was just okay. i you know sometimes your chemistries don't align with people and I'll tell you, my chemistry aligned with Carity Guardi's more than anybody else. Let me say that. That's cool. And then eventually you get the opportunity to be in the studio with her toward the end of the season and like kind mm-hmm. of work with her for a little bit one-on-one. And yeah. was that, how was that experience? Is that pretty cool? Um, yeah, because like finally getting able, being able to write a song by yourself in a room without more constraints or people and everybody wanting to be like the loudest voice. That was great. Because when she came in, she she told me that she finds herself singing my melodies, like, around the house. She was saying... Me too, be... Kara. We have that in common, girl. <laughs> me too. Still to this day. Yeah. She <laughs> said she'd be folding laundry and humming something and realize it was, like, one of my melodies. And that's that's also one of the... A huge compliment. So, like, through the whole experience, 
there was some really positive feedback that I got that wasn't, it wasn't completely soul destroying the entire experience. Good. There were bright moments from people, very respected songwriters that understood what I was trying to do and what my skill was. So that was nice. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, yeah. So <clears throat> anyway, you the the show is like you have to write that hook and then whoever they like pick their top three favorite hooks and then those three people have to pick the rest of the people to to form a little team and then you have to write a full song kind of based around whatever the hook is right that you you got picked for um and every week they would have different challenges but i just think it's crazy that no matter what like i watching every episode back I remember these songs so well because I think that just goes to prove that like there are some really, really talented people that were on this show and really good singers and really good songwriters. And as much as they want to try to judge it and try to be like, your song wasn't as good as this song. It's like, well, you know, it's, it is art. Art is subjective. And I always liked your songs and I always liked, Thanks. there's a lot of the songs that I liked on them, but I still remember so many of them and literally just like watching it back i'm like singing along and i'm like how do i know every word to this but i think i bought wow. the songs on itunes after too thank when I was you like a kid yeah and i wanted to know a little bit about the process of writing these songs hmm. in there because <clears throat> not only do you have to write a song but then you have to perform a fully like produced version of this song yes. every week or whatever we so, didn't know yeah. that we were supposed to be able to also produce okay so, that's what i was going to ask you about because you go into a studio yeah. and they've got like a computer there and like a mixing board and they're like like a pro tools yeah. yeah and they so the first challenge you know my when you know you have like a lot of these reality shows, here, here's something that they do. You know, they say, okay, here's your challenge on your market set, go. No, they stop and they have to make sure everybody understands the rules before you go. And then they just film you saying, go. So they would make sure we understood everything that the song is about, work all that stuff out. And so they're explaining this and then you will make a TV track and we're all going, what's a TV track? <laughs> Like not everybody there. Scotty, I think, was more familiar with producing and knew knew about that. But the rest of us are like, we just play instruments. What do you mean we have to make a TV track? And we learned that we had to produce produce things. They after they realized that we weren't all songwriters, performers, and engineers, they gave <laughs> us engineers. Okay, there. good. Yeah, I was I was wondering if they had someone in the room with you to kind of help track this stuff, or if you they guys were found like... them for us. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Because if it was me, first of all, this show seems so hard and I would never, I would <laughs> fail miserably at this show because it seems so difficult. And then I saw that stuff and I was thinking, damn, like, so what I would be in there with a mic and I'd just be like, okay, I'm just going to have, I'm just going to record my mic, uh, record my guitar straight into this mic. I don't know anything about this stuff. Yeah. That you know? was, they realized that we weren't all also that and, um, they and then, gave us engineers, when, yeah. Okay, good. And then when you guys perform at the end of the week or whatever, also, did, was this like once a week or once every three days? Like, how long did this last for you? It was like 
every two days. So it's one day you have the wow. challenge, and then the next day is the performance usually. But you have to say this week. Right. Because they right. just shoot. And it's not a whole week goes by. It's just for the TV listener because that was last week. So right. it's like every few days. We very rarely. And then would you get like a day, a day off? off. Oh. Like maybe two times we had a day off to do laundry. Wow. They they were getting through this. Dude, and we weren't allowed to have, we weren't allowed to watch TV. We weren't allowed to read magazines. We weren't allowed to read books. We weren't allowed to listen to music. We weren't allowed to look at a newspaper because they didn't want anything to be cheating or like getting ideas for something. So the only thing we had was listening to the radio in the car on the way from from the apartments to set. And then, so that became a battle of like, okay, you guys have pop this week, so you're allowed to listen to one song on the pop channel, and then we're going to go and switch over to the country channel, because now we're all in like absorb, listen, study. They would give us feedback and say, go read these poets. And we'd say, (laughs) we're not allowed to read books or magazines or anything with words here. So they didn't really have all that figured out because that also makes you lose your mind because you don't ever get to shut off or relax or like watch your real housewives. Am I right? right? Come How on. else are we going to shut up? <laughs> Come on. I mean, like that's wild to me. That that's because like, even like filming the voice and stuff, like you're not supposed to um, post on social media that you're in LA, but you can still have your cell phones and stuff. I bet you guys yeah. they probably took away nope. else everything wow that's insane so before you went on the show were you like did you have to like quit your job or anything like that or were you able to just kind of like take a few weeks to film this show and then go back i i am just a musician my friend so i gave myself the time off (laughs) period good for you and uh and And then you moved to la right after no i I left la right after because i was living in la okay okay so i moved to la in 2007 Okay. And I lived there till Platinum Hit ended, and then Platinum Hit ended, and I went back to the East Coast. You're like, I got It was go. like four and a half years, I think, I lived in L.A. that time. Oh, yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot being on a reality show. Yeah, I know. I know exactly what you mean. Um, I was curious about those live performances. Did they, because, again, your vocals always sound so good in these live performances you got to sing a lot on there um oh i made sure i sang a lot because yes because i've seen reality shows before once again and you want to get the footage am i right yeah. <laughs> you no 100 percent. if you're going to be on there you might as well show off what you can do 100 percent. now i'll sing it you guys yeah. i'll sing it i'll just do well, it well you sound good now there's some there were some people that when they would get up there and sing most of them sounded really good because i was wondering if this was like we're probably hearing a really good mix or maybe even the track like are, were these your live vocals that were getting yeah. aired or were these like you know yep what, no they were the amazing. live that was the live performances with our tv tracks that we made and then they released the studio versions but then i think they did do a winning songs live where they put okay. only the winning songs though which is a bummer yeah because some of our live performances were really special like the free was really pretty and they left out the fact that we had to use a found item as an instrument so in our track there was like a broom that we were sweeping on the wall that was like the rhythm of it and it was oh, wow. part of the win where they were they really liked the 
gentle produ production that kept it moving. They produced free so a few times before they decided on a final one to come out. Wow. Yeah. And uh, I think it was came out beautiful. The, uh, the recording. Course. But I yeah. wish I wish I had that. I wish I had won that week. Natasha right. Bedingfield, come on, but Johnny won. How dare he? <laughs> Oh my god, I love that you're kind of really getting into my segues here because that's the, the next thing I wanted to talk about. I knew it was going to happen at some point. First of all, I want to I want you to know that um I'm just I'm so grateful for you coming on here and talking to me about this. It's it's been so fun. I love knowing all about this stuff. And I'm a huge fan of of you and of of this show and so that was this has been so fun. Um and also I want you to know that watching this and having gone through an experience similar, I was having like PTSD from watching it. I I know what you're feeling. <laughs> I really yeah, do. it's oh. Now wait, did you guys get paid like a little SAG after rate or anything? So if you made it halfway, you got paid one hundred dollars a day as a per diem. Okay, so, per diem. So <laughs> so halfway through, yeah. So for three weeks, you got, and it barely covered my rent. I'll tell you that. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, mm, not so great. So no, it was like kind of a bust in that in that respect. Damn. Um, and also, I just want to say that again for those listening to this podcast, like it's so hard to critique and put different songs up against each other. It's just like it's not easy. So respect to all of you guys, and <laughs> it's a really talented group of people. And um, a show like this, it just, it's not going to work because you can't, you can't put art up against each other and try to judge it like that. Yeah. You know? Um, but yeah, I have like notes here because like I watched the whole season and in like the second or third episode, it starts kind of showing little, what's the, like Chekhov's gun or whatever the thing. It's like at the yes. beginning, it's like, <laughs> it shows Johnny exactly. being like, there's this cast member named Johnny and it starts being like, Jess, she's really talented. She's really cute. And I was like, oh. And I watched the show when I was a teenager, but I completely blocked this out of my mind. There's a full showmance between you and this Johnny guy. And he yeah. is very he is very cute, by <laughs> he the is way. So cute, um, yeah. <laughs> so when you guys were in this experience and it kind of developed into, I mean, you guys kind of like were like low key like kissing on camera, and I was like, "Holy, oh my god, I forgot oh, about this." How did how did you? Uh, were you guys like, "Okay, let's do this for the let's do this for the show"? Oh, they they found out that we were canoodling, and they said, "Tonight's the night. We're doing it on camera. You guys have to do it. We're making it part of the story." And so they set us up like to hang out on a date, and like they yeah. make you shoot it like a couple times, like so you have to. It's weird. It's so weird. It's so weird. But it, but was it wasn't like, fake. It was like you guys kind of did like like each other a little bit. No, absolutely. We didn't, you know, date after the show. We lived in different coasts. It was we were he was in not a really good headspace after his elimination. It was like he went out on that a really rough, shocking... rough note. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so that was I, I think affected him emotionally a lot. And um, but I mean, genuinely, we just thought each other was super cute. And it was nice to have that kind of comfort when you don't even have like time at the end of the day to relax or like anything. So it was like something that didn't have to do with this thing that we're immersed in 24 hours a day. So sure. it was like, in a way, like, like you got to keep your head in the game. And it's like, this is 
for that. This is so I don't completely lose my mind, like to have that nice non music just, kind of like connection of just like humans being like, Hey, you're cool. I think you're cool. So I just a little know. distraction. And like you said, you didn't even have TV or anything to like, what are we take supposed your to mind do? Off things. Yeah. You so know? I, but the, the thing about it is that, you know, even when I was like on the voice and stuff, I had a lot of downtime and you know, I'm out here. <laughs> you know I'm out here. Okay, let's just say that. I'm out here yes. flirting, and I'm I'm so glad that I didn't have to film any of that. Like, I would have been know. like, hell no. I would have actually been like, no, I actually can't do that. <laughs> so. Yeah. It was, But it was one of those things where I was in it. I'm doing it. It's like, sure, we're doing it. We're doing the whole thing. This is a thing that's happening. There, it's happening. Like, we're well, not gonna... I'm glad you did it because I thought it was oh. I thought it was cute, and you guys had like a really it was Blah. a good storyline. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's annoying, but it was a storyline really, for the show. And it's really awkward to watch back. Uh, oh, I'm sure. So, how, how long has it been since you've talked to him? Ah, uh, I mean, I've been married now for almost ten years, so I would say like ten and a half years. <laughs> but like, so you haven't kept up. Well, I was going to ask if you've kept up with anybody from the show. I'm assuming Jackie. Yeah, Jackie. Yes, because I'm re-purposing. Uh, I'm re-uploading our Power Fox and Ponymane to my Instagram because the Instagram world doesn't even know no. about Power Fox and Ponymane. So Jackie and I have been texting because we had to, we're so old. We're like, do you know how to make it connect to you? How do we, I was like, I think I invite you as a collaborator. And we're just <laughs> like, what are these kids up to these days? So we figured it out. We're going to do them as a series. So Jackie and I have always stayed pretty close. And Jackie is probably the breakout star from this show she's had a and she was a career. star before way before platinum hit she was definitely. a star no, but definitely. since she has the the kids show do re mi which she wrote all the songs for just like amazing amazing songwriting um acting and performing all the time she's like my hero <laughs> she she's yeah she her, her voice is just so she's got a great voice and Nick said he didn't like her voice. And I was like, Nick, who likes your voice? No. Okay. <laughs> I don't. Oh, you, you go like, look him up. On well, I was going to, I, I really, I haven't because I wanted to kind of like get your perspective. I, I'm going to look up all these people. The only other person I did look up was Sonia who won mm -hmm. the show. Mm -hmm. Who's really good. And um, she is really super talented, very talented. And my religion Absolutely. eats down. And that's yeah. a great song. But oh, I, strange, I, uh, stranger to love the, her song, stranger to love. So good. I love yeah. that. You just know. I wonder you. where she I just looked her up on Instagram. She's got blue hair now. She looks really cute. But I don't yeah. know where she she's in L.A. or or, or where. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't I don't like keep up with them that way. It's like one of those things where if I have a thought of like, huh, I wonder what they're doing. And I'll like look it up and then go about my day. It's not like a, I don't like follow right. anybody to you don't like, like talk hate to them. scroll or anything. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like every once in a while, I, ch I think I don't know. I think it was it was one time I checked Nick's just because I get a kick out of it. That's hilarious <laughs> to me. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go look him up immediately after this. Don't you like, worry. Like, I kind of want you to do it while you're <laughs> on, just to get your live reaction. I'm gonna have to find out because honestly, even though he was the villain of the show and he's really annoying and hateful, he's good. He was good. Like his writing was good, and, and like he looked like. They, they would show him being 
really annoying. And then they would show him working with you guys. And, and then they would show talking heads of you guys being like, he's actually really easy to work with and really cool. <laughs> like, yeah. Yes. I just looked him up. He's got long dreads and okay. He looks dip. Oh, no. Trump 2024. Read. No, this. No, I'm telling you. He's wearing a Make America Great Again hat. Okay. Wow. This is not this is not the direction I thought he was going to be going in. He was giving me no. punk rock and this is giving me the opposite of that. I think he was like doing cool stuff for a while and working with like big names and now Anyway. Yeah. Wow, I'm going to yeah, be I'm going to be so. going through that. <laughs> yes. Wow. Well, so, I don't like the way that he was mean to Johnny as well. And he was mean that, to everybody, man. <laughs> um, that's crazy. I was going to see if there was anyone else that I wanted to ask you about. Oh, you know who else was like a, um, who else I thought was like really hot was um, Brian, right? Is that his name? Brian? Yeah, he's a really yeah. sweet guy. I wonder really, what really he's sweet. up to these days. I'm going to look him up. I think up he's too. Just, just producing. And Scotty, I actually... He d he posts a lot of stuff and Scotty does a lot of music and performing and he does seminars and all stuff and yeah he, he was Jordan really, Sparks he's really kept something up. Yeah, yeah yeah he's yeah. kept up with it a lot and uh and I we randomly comment on each other's stuff every once in a while it's like you that's know, good it's, that's good yeah well, that's the yeah. thing is like you can make some friends from like through it all you can typically like I have a couple people that I still talk to from the Voice like on a pretty regular basis like they become really good friends of mine and then there's just some people that you kind of lose contact with but yeah you know it's it's just an experience that only you guys will know and then like this show specifically it was probably sounds like it was like really rushed and kind of like uncomfortable a lot of times but hopefully you had a good time like i don't know like a good time is not like people would ask me and jackie oh you guys were on that show was that fun like, no, no, there's nothing fun, <laughs> nothing fun about it. But I, a fun is not the word to describe it. It was, it was difficult. It was a challenge. It was difficult. It made me a better songwriter. And I got to have that experience also, which has helped me. I, I used to coach a lot of younger artists of like people also preparing for reality shows and competitions and the best I've had the experience. So, right. I can help prepare people for stuff and even for like on camera, how to be on camera. Just also know that this is a TV show. So I don't want your little heart to get too broken if you're not right for their season or something. Because the, the voice is rough and kids get very self-worth oh, wrapped up in it. And definitely. Uh, you, you make it to one level and you're like, Oh my God, it's happening. It's happening. And then it, it doesn't happen. So like I'm jaded. I am never excited about anything <laughs> ever. <laughs> Same. I'm like, I'm bitter and I've been there. I don't want to do it anymore. Well, um, it's just like, I, Oh, I did this cool audition. That was great. I'm excited for my demo fee. <laughs> right. And you can, you, know. you can just like, yeah, if you take it and just have a good outlook, like that's different than just getting your hopes up. You can be like, no, like that was a, you know, it was an experience that happened and, and now I have to move on with my life. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, there's, you can get trapped in your trauma. Um, and you know, it is important not to like run or hide from it, but you can also learn from it and move on and not beat yourself up about stuff. Like I could feel really embarrassed about like kissing on a reality show or like really embarrassed about any of it. 
And I, cause I, before I went to the show, a friend of mine was like, make sure you don't cry. Cause I had a friend who cried on a reality show and then he ended up killing himself or something. And I'm like, jeez, oh, cause he couldn't deal with the ridicule of having cried. I was like, first of all, Ooh. I feel like your friend and I come from like different scenarios. Cause I'm going to cry a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you did. Oh, yeah, cry. You, did you were like, oh, but I love it. I feel like that's the thing that made me fall in love with you because I was like, <laughs> You were relatable. You were a great singer, great songwriter, and you you had like a really big heart, and you could sense that from the show. And you had to talk about your trauma on the show, which oh, they of gosh. course had to air. And then you said you did have some like people hating on you and threatening you and stuff I... like that after the show. Yes. Yeah, so uh, episode eight uh, was like we wrote. Oh, was it? Um... I Forget found the answer. Yeah. yeah. Kiss Great the flame. Song. Great yeah. song. Yeah. And that was like Brian's, Brian wrote that hook and we wrote it together. And he was like pouring all of his pain from like his mother dying of breast cancer into it. I, you know, was talking about being roofied and uh, assaulted, you know, the, all these bruises under my skin um, and kind of stuff based on that and finding bruises on your body after that kind of thing. So it was Ugh. it was a really hard time, and Brian and I really connected really well on that. And then we lost to like their song, which when they performed was absolute just a debacle. And they edited it; they let them do it a few times so they could edit it together a, a one that worked because it was such a mess. And they're like, "I liked their performance." Meanwhile, Brian and I are like, "We just poured our You're... souls into this song. I performed right. my." face off on that performance you sang down jess you sang like down. and i was just feeling it at the end like i did this riff at the end you yes, know and you I, did. like it, it was really intense and brian and i wouldn't like throw each other under the bus and we lost actually because you're a housewife person candy professional candy. singer songwriter wrote a blog for bravo about how their decision was wrong and about how our song was so much better. Isn't that cool? <laughs> That's amazing. Wow. And I put, I put down here that y'all's song was better. Sorry. And then, um, uh, I agree. did you think that you were going to go home on this episode? Uh, you don't know, but I feel like they would always compliment the parts of the song that I composed. Like they always came back to, the stuff that you did in the song we actually really liked and so they would kind of base it off that so i don't i don't really know but also they're reality producers like they would have sent other people home that had more drama you know earlier but they kept them on because it would make better things so who knows what the reasoning is because we shouldn't have lost in the first place Period. and then and then yeah so i talked about being roofied and assaulted on this show and then I, I texted you this because that was when you said triggered. I was like, oh, here we go. Yeah. It was like the most hate I ever got on like Twitter from girls was about me talking about being assaulted, saying that I was a big whiner and like whining about stuff and all. I don't I was so confused. It was that's, a rough day for me. That's really sad and unfortunate because that's not fair because you were being so raw and vulnerable and telling your story and. I wonder if there, did you get any other people that said, hey, like, I can relate to this or anything like that at all? Or was it um, most, like, I just feel like there had to be, for every hater, there had to be at least a couple people that were like, 
I respect you. In, in the perfect world, but maybe, I don't know. It's one of those things where uh, it was so shocking that all I can remember is really the hate. And, you know, yeah. I've talked about talked about my experience with other people and had those kind of bonding emotional communications with other artists and stuff talking about that. But for that episode, all I remember was just losing and then everybody, you know, just getting like ripped apart by strangers mostly like my I wouldn't even read stuff about myself but Twitter when they're they at you <laughs> you know but my yeah. dad would like read blogs and get all mad and I'm like dad you cannot stop googling me <laughs> oh my god yeah seriously okay I don't want to keep you too much longer I just have a couple more questions before mm -hmm. we wrap it up here um so first question does Bravo or somebody like NBC Universal like own this music forever? Like you, you never saw oh. any royalties from this music? No, no, what? I get royalties on my BMI statements. So oh, that's great. I can, I can tell like what country it's airing in. I got all yeah. the, oh, someone in France has watched <laughs> our show, but we do get residual. We do get a writer's share. So that's good. I do get okay. the writer's share from platinum hit songs. So stream them. Go download the series. I don't know. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> but the songs, I'm really proud of. I still perform free and come alive. I perform those awesome. all the time at my shows. That's amazing. Yeah, I was going to ask you, after the show, you said you moved back to the East Coast mm -hmm. and took a little time away. For, and then and then after that... What did you do? What what was your oh. what was your plan? You know, I well, I got married. I moved home and met Dave, <laughs> and we got married in 2013. So we're coming up on our 10 year anniversary this month. Congratulations! Um, when whenever this airs, yeah, uh, <laughs> a couple weeks. <laughs> uh, perfect. This might come out on our anniversary. So <laughs> we got married, and then we moved to back to New York City, as I had lived in New York City for five years in my early 20s and we had our forces united and he does comedy and I do music and we got back to the city and that was great I got to be reunited with my best friend Kim who is she's just, one of my favorite people <laughs> absolute absolutely uh, and we got to do our music together again and sing and do tons of gigs together and then I got pregnant and had a baby and I was like mm. not not living that so stroller life in nyc and we moved to la again and uh and then i had another kid so now that i'm back in upstate new york though i we're a lot settled and it's been hard going from new york and la life to upstate new york it's very different mm -hmm. and i was pretty depressed for like a year um just because i miss my friends and miss being around you know people like you who are doing stuff all the time but as we can see we can still do it and having my kids in school means that there's three hours on a weekday where I get to work on music again. So I'm working on my record and it's actually getting done. I have some masters already for some of the tracks. I mean, you and, put out yeah. a lot of music since since the show, of course. I mean, you've had a yeah. lot of different side projects and solo stuff and band yep. stuff. And you so had a song much. that – didn't you have a song that – someone saying on like America's Got Talent oh. or something like that. I mean like okay, there's a lot so, of cool stuff. <laughs> I'm a one hit wonder in Australia. I sang <laughs> I got hired to sing the song Different Worlds. I didn't write it. And just work for hire as you do. And 
it got picked for a commercial uh, in The Voice Australia. And people were like, who is singing the song? So I kind of blew up there to the point where Keith Urban was one of the judges. And he had his one of his contestants sing it as one of their like big solo songs. And wow. she was number one on iTunes Australia, and I was like number four. Then, so it has that little run. I don't make any rights off of it. I don't have my act together to like put together an album and a tour to go to Australia, whatever. <laughs> and then another kid named Jai Wetford sings it on, I want to say X Factor, because mm-hmm. I don't think they have America's Got Talent in Australia. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> How my brain works. How Australia's my brain works. Australia's Got Talent, yeah. Yeah, so I think it was X Factor, and he had an even bigger kind of hit with it. So then that came up again. And it's always great. So I have a huge like following fan base from that song and so i'm trying to get you know put out a full record that to have all those listeners something a little bit more to listen to that's a little more you know put together right right doing a lot of experimentation with releases and finding what resonates with people doing all my own research and uh it's just time just to get that record out because i got records behind it i want to put i just have so many songs oh my gosh who needs songs yeah. <laughs> message me, me if you you need some you're an amazing songwriter like well i need i need more uh, <laughs> i got no, some but... i got some songs that are hard to sing that i have had a hard time finding a singer for because they're hard and you're well, a really good singer Thank you. I and you know, you we need to, yeah, I, we need to do some stuff for sure. I've always wanted to, and I still We got to get so. that duet out because it comes up in my shuffle and I'm like, why is this so freaking amazing? It's beautiful. So we got to talk about getting our strong enough duet out again. Yes. You know, judging the art. I don't know, whatever, whatever one does for a re-release, um, but yes, I, I'm definitely down for that, 100%. And then I'm going to need on my record, I'm, I need to figure out a way to get a duet featuring Zach Day on my, on my shit. I would be honored, and it would be a full circle moment for me. I oh love it. Um, and you, do you have any like anything else that you'd like to plug? Your Instagram, your YouTube, like what are you going to do for your, uh, with you know, you and Jackie? Like anything like that you want to plug, feel free. Well, well I mean, I did... Uh, get my website back this year jesshudak.com I, I didn't know what was going on with social media i pretty much just stick to instagram because um someone like hacked my account and so i'm not allowed to have a facebook ever they've banned <laughs> me for life so you will okay. not see me on facebook if you see me on facebook that is not me <laughs> um but i am on instagram that's a great way to get in touch with me um and then yeah i have you know, Spotify and Apple Music. Apple Music pays more streaming. So I always am promoting the Apple above Spotify, but then Spotify's like the thing to be cool. And I'm just like, Bleh. <laughs> I had Spotify. no idea about that. Yeah. <laughs> if you look at your residuals, it's like less plays from Apple, but more money coming in. You got to check your BMI reports, man. There's a lot of things I got to <laughs> That's a lot of things. Well, I'm like, you know, I'm almost 42. So I have a, I'm slightly better than I used to be in my 20s at keeping track of stuff. But I was a mess. Like now I'm like, I'm understanding that whole when you get into your 40s, like 
I'm so much of a better singer. I'm I'm much better at using my time. I'm still a mess in a lot of ways, <laughs> evolving my career, like my confidence and having two kids and and feeling almost apologetic about wanting to do my stuff and be be a musician. But I found a place in town that I I can play gigs at, and I've found some great musicians here and some friends. So. So it's going well. All the music is underway. My YouTube channel has cool new stuff on it. I'm going to be launching my six-year-old's YouTube channel as well because she's a little freaking star. And she all is. she's wanted, all she's wanted, she's in the Scam Likely music video. She plays the boss. So <laughs> check out my most recent music video, Scam Likely. It's a masterpiece. Okay. I'm going to go watch immediately after this as well. <laughs> yeah. Yes, um, directed by my buddy Corvix, who's huge in the TikTok and singing world for his okay. covers. And he got so good at co doing his own video stuff that now he he edits and shoots videos. And so I did Superhero Pose and um, Scam Likely with him, and it was magical. Finally got these ideas out of my head I've been sitting on for, like, years. Now my kids went to school finally at the same time. <laughs> I'm able to work again. So there was like a 10 year hiatus of just gobbledygook. And now it's all kind of flowing together again. Good. You see reality TV can really mess you up and set you off your path. If it, you know, messes with you enough. Blech. Yeah. It's all about how you, how you look at it and the perspectives that you take from it. I mean, yeah, I, I, I understand and I feel you. I've been there and I'm well, yeah. there right now. Yeah. <laughs> You have to have that core, keeping in touch with your core goal, because having worked with a lot of artists, so I'm going to get a little coachy here, having worked Love with it. a lot of artists who want to, like, be famous, and I'm like, they go on Survivor or make a sex mm -hmm. tape. Like, I don't mm -hmm. know. Great mm -hmm. advice. Great advice for the youth. <laughs> but if you want to be an artist and be a musician, your goal has to be a little more deep-rooted than that. So my my whole purpose is reaching and touching people because even when I feel like no one, I'm not getting a lot of plays or no one likes my posts because I don't have a big machine behind it. There's, let me tell you, I have a fan in India and he is the best fan. He sees, if I post a clip of something, he said, why aren't you playing more songs from the unreleased EP? Oh, why, God, why, I love where that. Where are those on the list? You know? So I know that there are people and he's not the only one. There's some other, you know, Shy you got your diehard OG fans, people. me included. And I, <laughs> and I know, I know that you are all out there, and so that's the thing that helps keep me like going and keep me rooted. Of there's somebody that cares, and actually, a lot of times my songs help them in their own ways, and they just for some reason connect to my songs and my voice in a unique way. And why would I not do that? Why would I deprive myself and them of that connection? And getting back in touch with like that whole whole meaning has really helped me focus mm -hmm. and not not feel bad that I have this artistic career that I love doing and having and I'm always singing I'll always mm -hmm. be gigging and doing random jobs you know I, I do commercial jobs and just people hire me so I'm always singing but when you think of yourself as the artist it's so different and it costs oh, a lot more money because you yeah. have to put everything you pay for everything. I like when I'm a singer, they pay me. Right. When I'm an artist, I pay them. Exactly. 
I, I hear that and I have learned that myself too. And there is just such a difference between just being a singer and being an artist and yes. all the work that comes from it. It's a lot of behind the scenes stuff. And like, that's why like, even like you guys saying they finally got you like mixing engineers and things like that. It's like, yeah, people don't realize that even us putting out that duet that we did strong enough. It's like, well, okay. Hmm. <laughs> you know, what I yeah. mean? it's like it's not as easy as just turning on your mic and singing into it. You know what I mean? No. It's a lot of work. So um, I'm super happy to see that you, you know, you're making music. You're out here doing your thing. And you're always you are a singer. You are a songwriter. You're an artist. It's always going to be in your blood. And so, like, no matter yeah. what you try to do, even if you want to take a 10 year break, you're going to come back to it because that's just <laughs> who you are. You know what I mean? And you haven't taken yeah. a break because you've been working. I still put stuff whole time. out. Yeah. I yeah. put Prisoner out, Bizarre Love Triangle. I put some I put some stuff out because now it's so easy that I'll yeah. be sitting here at night and I'll be like, am I about to release a song? Just goes right through now. computer, finds yeah. song, makes artwork on phone. I have a song out. Uh, they don't get the best plays and the algorithm just hates me. But at least you're putting something out because then right. when you go and maybe you do have some funding or you have some more momentum People can go check your page and discover you your stuff. And love and it, right? Stuff that you're proud of, yeah. Right. So, so it's there's no reason to not do it. Yeah, exactly. That's a, yeah. You just got to do it. Well, okay. Any last words before I give us a little outro here? Thank you so much for having me on. I was a little scared. Like at first, I was like, "Yeah, fuck yeah!" <laughs> and then five minutes before, I was like, "Oh shit! <laughs> I gotta talk about this." And that's not no. always easy. Yeah. So uh, thank you. I'm a huge fan of yours. Like regardless, like I'm a genuine fan. Like you're on all my playlists in the car. Violet <laughs> loves listening to you in the car. Mm. We're big into Washington right now. <laughs> thank you. But um, su super big into that and loving it. Can't wait to see what you do and can't wait to watch all these podcasts. Thank you. And thank you for coming on. I know it's hard and stressful and really like hard to talk about some of this stuff but i really appreciate you coming on and letting me like fangirl out for a little bit oh seriously I, I love it so thank you so much and to all the listeners go follow jess check out her music she's amazing and you know what we're probably going to get some <laughs> old school like platinum hit fans coming on here i just i know it i feel it um we'll find out we'll find out who they are <laughs> Right. So for all of you listening, thank you for coming. My name's Zach Day. We'll see you next time. Love you. Bye.